Hello, my friends. Katie Day with the Movement of Texas team. We are here live in Dallas, Texas at the Tom Ferry Summit. I am excited for another episode of the Real Advice podcast live and in person with the, high five, the Melvin Gates. What's going on, man? I'm good. I'm good. So you are in Maryland, yep. right? Maryland, DC, and Virginia. Virginia. Yep. Okay, the DMV. If you guys aren't already aware, um, so for those that may not know you, how did you get into real estate? Uh, I actually got into real estate when I was in high school, senior in high school. Okay, there was a broker across the street uh, and said, "Hey, you should get your license. Look like an aspiring young person." And um, <laughs> look like an yeah, I know you look like a citizen. Yeah, okay. like uh, realtors. And uh, so I went to class, got my license right before high school graduation. Damn, that's like young. And like, so that's like, has this been, as I stutter, has this been like your only career? No. Okay. So then I did it for a few years. Yeah. Fizzled out. But you I were was, like was young. In, yeah, I went to college. I yeah. was trying to do real estate part time in college. Had another business and then got back full time in 2006. Okay. In real estate. Man, must have been gangbusters for a little bit. Yeah. No, it was, a, <laughs> it was the perfect time. Yeah. Cool. And then yeah. so from 06 to now, real estate, real estate, real estate? Yep. Just real estate. Um, okay. 06 to 09 was really more on the investing side. Okay. Market Makes crash. Sense. Makes sense. Um, so you know what? Go traditional back yeah. again. And then since then, just traditional and then got in the brokerage business in 14. Well, that's what I was going to say. So I know you own your own brokerage, right? So um, I guess talk to me a little bit about that and like what? What was the catalyst? Did you have a team prior to the brokerage, or were you just like, "I'm tired of how all this is going at you know ABC Realty. I want, I'm going to start my own shop," or like, what, what was the catalyst? Well, I was uh, been doing seminars and training and okay. coaching for 30 years since okay. 18, doing doing conferences back then. Yeah. yeah, I know. And so then, you know, doing real estate as just a, as a solo agent, yeah, I said, well, you know, there has to be more because I have too much knowledge that I'm not able to. Um, execute on everything myself. I yeah. said, but if I could teach, you know, Jimmy this tactic and Susie this thing that I can kind of multiply myself. And so I said, you know what? Start a brokerage. Just like Why that. Not? Yep. Yeah. That's cool. So what does what does the brokerage look like now as far as like agents and okay. you're, you're in three states, right? Yeah. Yep. We're licensed in DC, Maryland, Virginia. I um, started the brokerage in January of 2015. Okay. Um, it was just me yeah. and, a, and an admin. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. like, well, we've got we a got brokerage. brokerage. Like, yeah. Ex- <laughs> Exit Realty franchise. Yeah. Then, um, uh, so I was a franchisee. Uh, then we, um, you know, for 10 months just worked and, uh, and then said, okay, now we're ready to, you know, putting our systems in place. Yeah. So we're ready to start recruiting and hiring yeah. agents. And within about uh, 24 months to 30 months, we had 150 agents. Holy shit. That's yeah. great. That's yeah, awesome. Yeah, no. that's, congratulations. Yeah. Um, that's, Thank you. That's quite the, I think the, the one takeaway I have from that, or one of the many takeaways I have from that is the like hiring before hiring agents and just going out and like growing and scaling. You're like, all right, we've got to get the systems in place and the technology in place and like have the foundation. Yeah. And I think too many people, whether it's starting a team or starting a brokerage are like, just like, all right, let's do it. Right. Yeah, and like, it. Then they have all of these people, and you're like, you have no meetings, you have no structure, and you're like, oh, like let me figure out how we're how we're gonna do this. So, so great job there, and like having the foundation. Yeah, I, it took some restraint because that's not my um, that's not my personality. Yeah. I'm more of a my high D, so I'm just more do it. Big, but I, big picture. Yep, let's just get it vision. Done. Let me yeah. get it done. Uh, but I I hired my uh, former a former admin. She was my office manager. Yeah. And then I started doing some contracting keeps, with an yeah, engineer keeps, yeah, yeah, friend okay. of mine. To, and they were like holding me back. Yeah. They were keeping me from being great. But what I realized all along was they were just helping me get ready to get ready with the infrastructure. Well, it's like that hockey stick growth too. It's like slow, 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 and then like explosive, right? I mean, a yep. hundred plus agents and, you know, 
a short period of time is that's epic. That's awesome. Yeah. No. Cool. Yeah. We were. It's exciting. It yeah. Exciting. Very cool. Um, so, what I guess was your thought in like the t- having a team at a brokerage, right? And or having your own brokerage because like that was something for me. Like as we were starting to be like, okay, we're going to grow our team bigger than what we have it today. You know, four agents, five agents, but we want to double, triple agent count. Like. Mm-hmm do we open a brokerage and take on the risk and responsibility or yeah. do we just stay at ABC Realty and, you know, let them have Handle the E&O right. and the, the name on the lawsuit and all that kind of stuff? Like what was kind of your differentiator for the two? Well, well, I came from a different industry okay. before real estate that was a lot more, a lot more, um, uh, I guess the risk tolerance, my risk tolerance is very high. I guess okay. I'll say that. The tolerance is my high. My risk okay. tolerance is very high. So I was not concerned in the least with <laughs> any of the, comp- okay. you know, that stuff. Yeah. I said, that will work itself out. You know, I understand, I just accept the fact, okay, we're going to have lawsuits. We're going to have these other it things. It is what it is. Cost they of doing business. Right. Yep. And so none of that bothered me. So then when I grew the brokerage and then when I ultimately decided to start a team yeah. within the brokerage, I said, well, you know, I'm, I've already got the infrastructure um, and that's kind of working itself. Yeah. I said, you know, I'm ready for a new challenge. And that's yeah. what brought me to the team yeah. within the office. Well, that's what, that's newer, right? That's new, brand new. Yeah. Just a couple months. How's now. that going? Going well. Yeah. Going well. Got a handful of team members now and, yeah. and growing. And, you know, my, my plan is that I think that our the team will, um, you know, within 12 months be producing more than 50% of the brokerage revenue. Yeah. Well, and I think that for, for team agents and like, I mean, we know this just in real estate in general, right. Is like when you have more accountability, when you have more things that you need to do, like just as an individual agent, your brokerage, I'm sure like you you pay your due, you know, whatever, whatever's due to the brokerage. And like, that's kind of it, right. Like be, you know, stay within the lines you're saying, but like do what you want as long as you're like legally and ethically. Within the rules and and they get their money. Yeah. You know, right. Yeah. Um, so like as a team agent, I'm sure you have more things that they need to do and more, you know, stuff. And it's like, there's no question in my mind, right? That like they would start to surpass the amount of income that's coming in just from the agents that kind of, you know, do their own thing. Yeah. Because in part of it, I, I, like I, I tell them it's the, it's the general accountability that every agent comes in the office gets. Yeah. We will, we have meetings, we have trainings, we have the, all the tools here, yeah. we have everything you need to be successful, but there, but we're not going to make you Yeah. Uh, versus the team aspect. I call it force accountability. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, 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 if you have to do it, I mean, these are if our guidelines. Want, if, if you, you want to be on the leads, team, if you want, yeah. if you want, yeah, right, yeah, if you yeah. want leads, if you want all the videography services, the transaction management, if you want all of the done for you stuff, yeah. you have to do it. And if you don't do it, that's okay. Yeah. You just don't have to be able to do it on the team. Yeah. You know, and so we've, and, and, and we're seeing that I'm sure you've seen is that with that kind of forced accountability and, and that you're getting, that the agents will do, you know, double, triple, quadruple what they would do when they're the boss of themselves. Yeah. Cause you know, most people aren't good. I'm not good at bossing myself around. That's yeah. why, I, that's why I have a coach, right? <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. Um, all right. So there's a few things that I want to dig into, but we'll stay on the real estate topic for a minute and then we'll kind of divert, but VAs. So you've leveraged virtual assistants for a while, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, we use VAs. We started with, uh, well, in my former business, you know, I have VAs and that was in 99. Yeah. We had um, telemarketers okay. in India back then okay. in 99. Yeah. I had to mail, I would actually physically mail the leads <laughs> because I didn't have How a way to. How long did it take for those leads to come from? Weeks. It took I... weeks. And at that point, like, are they even leads anymore? No, they were. I was in a different, moving and storage business, and we actually had a real estate connect. So we were getting the new listings, and he would bring over the printouts, yeah. and I would ship them. And so that was my first experience with VAs. And 
Um, and it worked well. And then that, you know, took me to... Uh, and then now with technology. Now with like, technology, it, yeah. That, that was, um, email was kind of sketchy. Yeah. Large PDF files, you know. Yeah. Trying to figure out how to even get them One from name at a time. So, yeah. You know? And so, um, yeah. And then that brought us to today. So I was not new to VAs, but yeah. new to VAs in, in this industry. So I think when I think about VAs, I think about like the commonly asked questions. So like, how do you find them? How do you train them? Like, walk me through like... If I, today, I was like, okay, I want to start hiring a VA. Like, I think I want to utilize VAs. Like, what, what would you ask me or what would you tell me? What advice would you give me? What I would say, the, the, with, in general, with VAs, you have to have your infrastructure first. Okay. Um, and I know that's easy, easy to say. But, yeah. you know, for, so for starters, you know, getting a VA, your first VA, they're just going to be your everything person. Okay. And, um, but eventually, once, you know, I'll just say the VAs are, I mean, and the VAs maybe are smarter than us. So they're going to... Most people fi- are smarter yeah, than I yeah. am, man. I'm like... <laughs> they're going to figure out your patterns. We all have patterns. Yeah. And then or eventually you're going to have exposure. You know, they're going to... Ex- they, will, they will find a way to do less work but still make you happy for the same price. And so I think you, you do need management. So, yeah. we, you know, a VA. And if you're not going to be the one that supervises them, you know, I, I would suggest getting, having maybe your first VA or you hire a few, one of them will stand out as a leader and make yeah. that person in charge of the others. Okay. So you need to have infrastructure and processes and systems first. Mm-hmm. You need to have some sort of oversight. Yeah. And training. Um, okay. And then training, right? Because I think that that's a lot of times when people hire an admin, whether it's like live and in person, you hire me to work for you and I'm here, right? Or overseas or in another city or state or whatever. Like, if, if you don't train me well, like, then can you really get mad if I don't know how to do the job, right? And that's what I feel we like do. so many people do. Like, <laughs> right. it's just like, like, hey, I, here, I flipped you a, a YouTube video and then I'm like pissed that you're not, you don't know how to do a transaction. And like, right. I never actually showed you how to do it, right? Um, so yeah, I mean, I think training is a huge piece of that as well. Um, what other advice, I guess, would you give to someone looking to hire a VA? Because like, People always talk about it. It's like probably one of other than like CRMs and like different lead sources in like the Facebook groups. It's like people are always asking about them. I would say with the VAs, just you know, ha- having regular conversations with them, just as yeah. just like they were here in person. Yeah. Okay. If they were in your same office space, yeah. Just or even in your same at your same desk on the other at the other end of the desk, you know, having that exchange with them, and that's going to help them. The same way you would train an on-site staff person. Don't just think that they're going to know what to do. Yeah. Uh, because they're going to do the best they can. Yeah. But sometimes that's not necessarily what, what you're you looking want. For. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you find it difficult with like the time difference, or do they work nine to five our time? They so our our, our um some where jobs require standard nine to five East Coast time where we're in East Coast, then we um, then the VAs are on our same shift. Yeah. Um, we have other, some stuff. We have we have other other roles. Behind the scenes roles, there's no consumer interaction. Those jobs can be done on on their time. Their Do you find time. that to be hard because it's like almost a flipped schedule? Like you know, our nine a.m. is their nine p.m. almost. Like if you're th- if you're like Philippines or like Asia, right? Yeah. No, I've found that um, right now it's it's it is almost the norm. I think that that um, you I've found that there's been compression in price too with VAs. Where before, where I'll say this: I'm I'm paying I'm paying the same. About the same for VAs now, maybe even a little bit less than I was in 1999. Wow, that's crazy. Because there's just such a there's such it's 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 much it's it's a lot more common yeah. now. So a lot more people flooded into that yeah. market space and have you know that supply and demand has created yeah. more VAs I think than or more people that are willing that want to work from home. And, and I'll say my lead my VA 
manager had a had a job that she was paid very well at, um, but she had but her commute. She had seven hours of commute a day, to and from work. Seven, seven hours, hours per day, but it was a five day of work five day work week. Yeah. She um, she didn't have to work seven days. She had her she was able to get home to her family, spend the weekends with her family, and now she's making more money than that without the commute, and she's with her family every All day. The time. So for her, yeah. it's a win, and I think most VAs are finding that as a win-win for them. So they're willing to do it and, um, you know, and, and, and take less money or the or comparable money and, uh, but just have a better quality of life. Yeah. So we've talked about real estate. Um, what advice would you give? And, and I mean, I'm sure you talk to a lot of brand new agents. So I just got my license. I'm ready to hang it up, hang it at a brokerage. What advice would you give to me? Like what's, what's your, you know, I would say, uh, make sure that you interview three, three brokerages. Okay. You know, do you say that even if you're the first brokerage? I, do. I always say it. Yep, I definitely say it, and then and I won't even let them sign up when they meet with. If we're the first person yeah. to meet, we schedule an onboarding a week after. Okay. To give them time to 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 shop around. I feel like that's also like very like secure. You're like, hey, like I I know you'll be back, but like go yeah, go do your thing. Go. And, and they look, they say, well, why do you say that? And then I was like, just shop around, and you'll see. You know who has the best, who's the best fit for you. Yeah. You know? How do you feel like if if I'm an agent? How do you feel like I would know if it's the right fit for me? Well, what I do is I, I, I have a list of, um, you know, kind of some things you should be looking for. Yeah. So the most thing you want is the most important thing is going to be training and, and, and support and infrastructure. Yeah. I said, you know, and, and we talk about the big brand. We talk about the mom and pop. You know, yeah. everyone has a, an auntie who's a broker and, and, or a godmother. And mm-hmm. they're going to personally. Or an know, uncle. Or an uncle. They're going to personally mentor them. And I said, yeah. you know, I said, yeah, and that's great. You're gonna, you'll get a lot of one-on-one attention. Maybe. But it's going to be, it's not going to be structured or organized. Yeah. You know, and so what's more, most important is going from A to Z in order. Yeah. Not necessarily, hey, come on, we're going a- on a listing appointment Q- today, B. right? Yeah. <laughs> like a listing appointment, w- yeah. what should I wear? Yeah. You know, uh, it's best to, you know, come Go through that. Order. Yeah. No, I like that. And I feel like um, I see it a lot too with the agents that are like, oh, well, like Melvin's a top producer, so I'm going to go work for him for a while. Mm-hmm. And I'm like... Okay, but he doesn't have a team. He just like sells a lot of real estate, you know. So it's like it's the structure isn't always there, and I think the structure, especially in training, is so important because I mean, there's just so much, and you learn none of it when you get licensed, you know. Right, and 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 I and I'll tell them, look, whatever they did in their career before, in some cases, if they're dual career, you know, let's say they were, you know, a nurse or a legal assistant or a um, contractor or an electrician, I say, could I come on your job and and follow you around for? a week straight and, and know everything there is yeah. or, and they're no, what about a month? What about a year? And in most cases I said, this is a whole career, just like being an electrician, yeah. just like being a school teacher. I said, you're going to have to, you're going to learn over time, but you're, there is no, you know, everyone wants the one book or the one, the one ebook. Probably. Yeah. Remember ebooks? <laughs> well, the one, the one 30 the page ebook, e-book. <laughs> right. That they could read. Get rich in real estate. Yes. Fast. And then they'll know everything they need. You want to write it? Let's write it. We'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> Um, well, so speaking of what would be like a book or two that you would recommend someone read, like for either mindset or, um, you know, just kind of business building, something like that. I like, um, how to win friends and influence people. Okay. I like some Old of the school. older books. Yeah. Yeah. Just classic, some, just some fundamentals. You know, the e-myth is, is good at getting folks out of, you know, to step back and look at their business as a business yeah. and not, um, you know, sometimes people get into real estate and look at it maybe as a hustle. Yeah. You know, I'll make some quick money on the side. Like I get my, I'll tell you the number of people that come to our office and, and, and join the office, they onboard, 
they, they're, they're quick to get their voided check in so all the millions of dollars can get deposited right into and their account. Like, and then the they money? don't, right, and then they don't come back. All right, so the other thing that I want to talk about, not so much real estate related, is your, one of your hobbies, jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. Maybe not hobby, like I, because tell me a little bit more about, about that. Yeah, well, I, I, was a, I was a wrestler, college wrestler. Yeah, okay. Um, and so after college wrestling is either, I'm going to go to the WWE, which I was too little, or, <laughs> or, find, or find something else to do. Yeah. So I, I took up, at that time it was um, called Gracie Jiu-Jitsu okay. before the, the Federation. And yeah. so I, I ended up finding a school, like that was 96, 97, yeah. and, and started doing Jiu-Jitsu and um, did a little MMA yeah. at that time. That's and, very um, cool. And um, like, did, didn't you do... Yeah, I, 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 I did. I competed internationally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got, um, in, in 2001, I got the silver medal in Rio. Rio, in, um, the in, Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> no, not, yeah, no, not quite, but, um, but yeah, in no. my division, I, I, I did get the silver medal. Then like I Like an international freaking. Yeah, in, back when Jiu-Jitsu was very, um, it was very, it was very, um, it was in an infancy stage. Yeah. At least on the world stage. And so it was, there weren't a whole lot of, uh, there weren't a whole lot of Americans yeah. even involved. There weren't that many. Yeah. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, there weren't that many. Yeah. And so we um, we went down there. Our team went down there, and and a couple of us got um, silver medals that year. A future uh, U.S. Olympian who who did judo in the Olympics was my college wrestling teammate. Oh, okay. And and then one on one, who would win? You or him? Me, oh, him still for yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. There's something about something about being a, a real Olympian that um, I don't know. Yeah. Just that, you know, Michael Phelps training. Yeah. You know, you're like, ah, well, yeah, you know, no. I was there for Michael four Phelps, days a week, right. but five days a week, right. you know, not Michael so Phelps will beat me in jiu-jitsu. Oh, my God. On that Olympic yeah. level yeah. of training. I mean, it just just from, like, the wings fan, like, you just, right. you just like, Get like down, hello. Right. Just down. Grab you. Um, yeah. No, that's that's unreal. And so do you still do it now? I feel like I'd seen something on your social. Yeah, so I, so I took some significant time off, you know, had... had I was like a couple kids, then a couple more, you know, came back, I, yeah. and then I got back trying to more consistently yeah. probably in 20, 2017, 2018. Okay. And I went back and I got the, in the master's division, which is the old man division, old person's division. Uh, but I got the silver medal again, tore my ACL in the process. Oh, geez. In the semis, finished the match and wrestled still in the finals and, yeah. and lost, but um, got the silver and then um, came back. And so now I'm training back again. My kids do it. My youngest two do it. That's my, awesome. My older, all my kids did it, but my youngest two are actually still are serious active. about it. Yeah. yeah. No, that's cool. And I think that like, um, martial arts, jujitsu, like all of that, I think is like really good for like balance and like, you know, body movement and placement and like proprioception, right? Like yeah. all of that type of stuff. Um, and obviously self-defense too, but like it's, it's, I think it's cool when kids get into it and obviously if some of them are still doing it, that's awesome. Yeah. And I'll say too, mindset, um, any of the individual sports, um, swimming, yeah. track and field, wrestling, tennis, um, and there are other individual sports, jujitsu, jiu um, but yeah. they, they, darts. They, yeah, darts, no, you know, archery, all of that. They have bowling. They have um, basket yeah, weaving. They, they have. They, there's no one you can blame. Like when you go, when 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 a person goes to a swim meet, the results are going to be based on their efforts. Yeah. You know, you can sometimes get outskilled, um, but you can work on that. Yeah. You get you were outskilled that day. You can go back and work on your skills. Yeah. If you're out conditioned, you get tired. I mean, whose fault is that? You yeah. can't say no one didn't pass me the ball or they missed the shot at the last minute. They should have made it. Yeah. It was an easy layup. It's on you. Like you, it's all on you. Yeah. So that, I think that translates directly to business. I think about that a lot too. Like, and, and I mean, I'm sure you do as well with like 
team members and adding team members like to the to the team specifically is that like if they have that te- like sports background or team background or stuff like that, I always find that that's a good like segue mm-hmm. into to being on a real estate team. Yeah, you know? no, I, I the think competitiveness so and yeah. 